Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to read your words. I pray that you guide us and teach us through the words. Help us to rightly divide your word and to study him. Teach us, Lord. We ask for wisdom and understanding. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The meditation of the week is from Psalms chapter 47. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto the God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved, Selah. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises unto our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth, sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen, God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God, he is greatly exalted. Amen. Today's word comes from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 9 through 14. The title is New Jerusalem, Eternal Dwelling Place for Church, the Bride of Christ. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of, unto the praise of his glory. Amen. It will be the most blessed, blessed thing to realize in the Holy Spirit 
the mysterious plan of God preached by Apostle Paul. The mystery of God's plan is that Jesus' birth in this world to be the Christ had already been scheduled before the creation of this earth. More specifically, Christ Jesus had been planned to come before the serpent, the devil, appeared in the world, bringing sin, death, and curse. Unless we pray deeply in the Holy Spirit and study God's words in details from Genesis to Revelation, no one can understand a mysterious plan of God. If we all humbly pray and realize this mystery, we shall be able to overcome all afflictions with joy in the midst of great hope before us. First of all, let's go back to Genesis and get off on the right foot. The second verse of the first book says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The scripture says that there was an empty and deep darkness on the earth before the earth was created. We could think that there might have been an unknown judgment of God. Finally, we see a scene where the Spirit of God that walked on the surface of darkness began creating, began with creating light with his Spirit in the empty earth. God created it and said it was good to see. But he didn't say that only one thing was good to see. It was the firmament that was heaven. The, hev the heaven that he created is written as firmament, suggesting that the heaven is not an empty space, but something made up with hammering to make it, make it hard and solid. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. Genesis chapter 1 verses 6 through 8. That's right, God made heaven, but did not say God saw that it was good, suggesting that there might be something that God did not like within the firmament. It, gave us an, it gives us an idea that God has imprisoned someone within the firmament that he was not pleased with. Also, this someone was around before God created the earth. Prophet Ezekiel testified of him in the Holy Spirit whom God did not like. Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper and sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, the workmanship of thy tabrets, 
and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. That was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created, till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reasoning of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 12 through 17. He was an anointed covering cherub. He was the only anointed cherub that was Christ before he sinned in heaven as Jesus is the anointed Christ. After he sinned and was cast out of heaven, he was imprisoned in the firmament that God created. And finally, he was thrown into the ground. He became the serpent and tempted the first man by pretending to be the anointed Christ. God had to remove the anointed covering cherub from heaven. God had to anoint his only begotten son, Jesus, and take away the covering cherub, the Antichrist that defiled heaven and earth. Because of this, before God created this earth, he had planned to send our Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit also made prophet Isaiah to testify of the Lucifer that was the covering cherub, but cast out of heaven because of his sin. In Isaiah chapter 14 verses 12 through 17 states, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness, and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? That's right. The one whom God had set up in heaven as the anointed covering cherub before the foundation of this world was fallen and became Lucifer, that is the devil and Satan, that made heaven and earth devastating by sin 
death, and curse. Finally, God the Father made His only begotten Son die for the sin of the world as well as death and curses. God made Him the Lord in Christ after He ascended to heaven. Because of this, when He came to His people, He asked them to pray, Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, as He had cast Lucifer the Antichrist, who had been in heaven, he was praying to bring him down to hell so that his will be done in earth. Therefore, God spoke through Apostle Paul about God's mysterious plan that is called dispensation. Christ appeared to the world to, to, to destroy the devil and his works. Reference to Hebrews chapter 2, four, uh, verse 14 and 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. So that through his death, all sins of the world may be removed. And all who believe in him may live forever in heaven and on earth as he had planned. Going back to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 and 10. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed, in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. In particular, he was talking about what is in him, that is the church of God, that believed in the gospel of Christ, that is the word of truth and sealed by the Holy Spirit of that promise. Only the Church of God consisting of Christians who are born again by the Holy Spirit are gathered. It's the only one in his body. Apostle John witnessed in the Holy Spirit, seeing all things coming together in Christ in the future. In the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Apostle John was able to see more marvelous scene in verse 2. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. In verses 10 through 12, he states, And he carried me away in the spirit to, the, to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. What a thrilling sight it must be! Apostle John was probably out of his mind when he saw a city of 1,500 miles in length, width, and height 
coming down from heaven. 1,500 miles, that's about from L.A. to Louisiana. If you see yourself the city, you shall be excited and amazed as well. This city is the city that the Lord promised to his disciples before he went away. And at the same time, the promise he gave to his church, who believed in him to be his bride. In John 14, verses 1 through 3, he told us, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may, also, may be also. I hope this message gives you strength and good courage to be victorious out in the world. May peace and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be with you all. Amen.